that is the basic human right of treating everybody with kindness. We are all one human family. There should be none of this. And it does exist, right? And these systems do exist. So we either need to burn them down to the ground or needs to be a mass infiltration of those systems of people that will change them from the inside, you know? In May of 2020, the citizens of Richmond, Virginia, took to the streets to protest racial inequality, police brutality, and the monuments to Confederate generals that line our historical streets and city parks. As a result, African-American artist and community activist Hamilton Glass chose to create a public art project that brings together artists from different cultural backgrounds to paint murals that start conversation and heal the divides between us. That project is called Mending Walls. Hey, this is Hamilton Glass, the founder and creator of Mending Walls. And today I'm here with Charles Berger and P.T. Carroll. Thanks for being with me today, guys. Hey, man, thank you. Good thank to be here. Good to be here. You guys, I'm going to let you guys kind of introduce yourselves, but you you all are the fourth wall in the Mending Walls series. Both of you are local to Richmond, Virginia, and I both just know both of you for, for your awesome public art work here in Richmond. Charles, I'm going to give you the floor and kind of let you introduce yourself and let let us know what you do. Uh, Charles Berger. I am a local artist. I work in a few different mediums. Tattooing would be my bread and butter. Love painting murals, love uh, painting signs, gold leaf gilding on glass, things of that nature. Uh, Most importantly, I am a husband and a father to three beautiful children and a wonderful wife. And I've had, I've been blessed really, you know, artistically in, in this, in this city uh, with opportunities and people to trust me with their businesses or their bodies for tattooing and sign making. And it's, uh, it's been a really great journey. And, you know, most recently with print here, uh, we had a really good opportunity to paint a wall together. And yo, 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 yo. <laughs> uh, it was really amazing. It was an incredible experience that uh, I didn't know what to expect going in, but it was everything uh, I could have ever hoped for and more. It was it was really incredible. So I'll uh, pass it over to print. Again, I'm P.T. Carroll. I'm a visual artist, a painter, muralist, graphic designer, strong hermit, and I also have two beautiful kids. Shout out to Gabby and Izzy. I see you, you know what I'm saying? But for the most part, you know, I work with symmetry, you know? Um, I try to find balance in my artwork and a lot of things that I do. With this mural, there was a lot of balance, a lot of symbolic things happening with this mural. This this mural has been more, I think, than what I know for me personally, what I initially thought I was walking into. You know, you have this idea, a, a map out, okay, you know, things are happening fast, but, you know, you kind of have control of things or you kind of have an idea. And then, you know, you start working on things and you just kind of see the the power grow, the energy, you know, grow into more. And then you realize, you know, everybody is a part of that energy and that power. And then, you know, you got guys like us being able to put the stamp on the wall. Like, you know, we represent the energy and the the message and the power, you know. So it's, it's been pretty cool. So speaking of balance, the one of the things that we try to get into on this podcast is kind of like the nitty gritty in the collaboration part, right? The the process of you guys coming together as a collaboration. 
let's let's speak to that a little bit. Like, and again, I, I'm super interested in this one because I know you guys are really into the energy and the in the balance. So, just hearing you describe your work, I really kind of want to get into that. Like, how was that balance of you two getting together and talking about what you wanted to do and what you thought was important in this moment to to kind of capitalize on? I mean, um, I I think it's been brewing this mural without us even knowing it's been brewing for like six or seven years. It was, you know? uh, like I said, it's, it's just been cooking in the pot, really. Like I said, we met several years ago. Um, we kind of had similar backgrounds coming up in graffiti. Our lives are very parallel when we uh, began to kind of discuss our backgrounds and everything. That um, a lot of similarities. When we first initially met each other, we were already like fans, fans of each other's styles. You know, we like talking about line work. Oh, look at those lines. Oh, yeah, your lines are cool too. Oh my gosh. Right, right. So, um, you know, it was a natural chemistry there already. Then, you know, fast forward to, you know, uh, it was a couple weeks ago, um, an opportunity came, or a few weeks ago, an opportunity came. It was, okay, this is a time where we can actually do what we know we can do together. Yeah, and we had talked about when we met at an art show seven years ago in Carytown, you know, I think he had his, like, black book with him or something, and I was looking through it, and it was just so dope. I just really liked his stuff. I'd seen some, a little bit of it, but, like, actually seeing it in person was just, like, super inspiring. I'm a fan of symmetry and balance. And, uh, and so we talked about collaborating. It just didn't happen, you know? Like, we we saw each other online, whatever, you know, communicated here that and there. but was a different but, person back then. But, yeah, <laughs> <So> <laughs> we, uh, you know, we both, we both went about our lives, and then... This opportunity came up, and it was that first Zoom meeting for Mending Walls, and uh, I didn't see PT on the, the the meeting, and I was like, yo, is Print, is print involved? And, and so he's like, yeah, he's in the next room. And I was like, oh, I want to team up with Print. I got Print. I call Print, you know. Uh, and it was just only natural f- for it to happen. It was, it was such a beautiful thing. And then uh, meeting, getting together, and talking about both our upbringings, you know, different situations with family, I mean, privilege, struggle uh, on his side. You know, and it was really nice to sit down and, you know, have those conversations, which is what it's all about, right? You gain empathy through listening to other people. Yeah, absolutely. That's a beautiful thing. What I really want, and I should have said this a little bit earlier, but I want you guys to kind of describe what the final piece, your final piece is and what it it looks like, because this is a podcast. So um, for those who haven't seen it, can you kind of describe what, what the piece looks like? Well, uh, so when we sat down, um, you know, the idea of balance and symmetry was there, right? And we definitely wanted to play to each other's strengths on this being that it was such a large piece and had the opportunity to have a strong message. Uh, And we knew it was an important mural. It wasn't just a mural for aesthetics, you know. Uh, So we didn't want to come out of our comfort zones too much. So it only made sense for us to do something symmetrical and balanced since we were both pretty well versed in that. Uh, So the idea of destroying the current systems that are in place, that have been in place since the founding of this country and before that, uh, that have catered to a specific uh, type of person or race, white people, uh, needs to be destroyed and rebuilt. Okay, And the idea of Shiva in uh, Hindu theology destroying the earth when it's time for the earth to end and Brahma to inhale the universe and breathe out a new one, Shiva destroys the earth by doing a dance of destruction. Well, so that Shiva doesn't destroy everything, there's a balance. There's a dance of calming by Pavarti. Uh, And Pavarti is often represented by Kali. 
So we decided to go half Shiva, which PT painted, and half Kali, which I painted. And from there, we had six hands, and we each drew three. And in each of those three, we left it up to each other to come up with the elements in those hands, trying to either tell our story or depict the empathy that, that has been gained through our collaboration or that the empathy needs to be gained in our society, in our country. Mm-hmm. And uh, I will say this, like, so like we said earlier, this has kind of been like a, 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 just kind of brewing for a while. One of the things uh, I thought was awesome about this project was purpose, right? I know for my work personally, I like to be engaged or involved or illustrate things with purpose, not and not in so so uh, such a literal way, you know, something that you can kind of look at and be like, okay, like what's going on here? Um, what are the metaphors? You know, what what are the things or the likeness of, you know, uh, uh, others or you know reflections and stuff like that. Um, so when when this came around, you know, he mentioned. It's funny because when you initially mentioned symmetry, mm-hmm. um, I was like, you know, I need to come off symmetry. Like my head is like, <laughs> I was like, because I'm like drawing asymmetrical, and I'm like, you know what? Uh, people think I can only do symmetry or symmetrical right. things. You know what I'm saying? Just you know myself. Sure. We all get yeah. Um, but you know, there, there's a purpose for it. I, I'll tell you a quick story. One of my mentors from my graph crews, uh, his name is Mason Jones. Rest in peace. He used to tell me all the time, you need balance. Whenever you used to go in the yard or, you know, hit a wall up, mm-hmm. you, you know, he had this crazy wild style. He was from L.A. He had this, you know, these crazy burners. And, you know, me being a little toy, I'll just go up there and like, oh, look what I can do. And he's like, no, it's off. He's like, look, look at your letter way down here. And you got this off. It's off center. And I was like, man, I'm cool, man. It doesn't need to be balanced, man. It's, it's different. You know, so, <laughs> so I got the attitude. He was, and then it was just like he was like, no, but you need balance. And I never really understood what that meant. I was like, man, whatever, you know what I'm saying? You're just talking because you got, you know, all the juice right now and you're all cool. You know, so it was like years later, those words that stuck to me, need balance, you need balance. And then, um, you know, eventually he passed away and it made me meditate, uh, meditate on him more. So there was a moment in time where I just sat down and I just started practicing symmetry. Yeah. Um, I never n- knew where to start. As far as what to make symmetrical, I didn't have an idea as far as what I wanted to do, right. but I just wanted to understand why I needed balance, you know, because it just, those are the words that stuck in my head. So I just started practicing more. And then, you know, um, I watched Zeitgeist, you know, when that was freshening around. Right. So, and he was really heavy on that. So, you know, um, symmetry. And he was like, you know, watch Zeitgeist to open your mind. And I'm like, what are you talking about? So, and I watched that. So, you know, so and then it made me, you know, question, you know, my spirit, uh, my spirituality growing up in a church, you know, and questioning religion. And so I'm trying to encompass all these things through my artwork, you know what I'm saying? Um, but with the energy of graffiti at the same time. So, you know, with graffiti, it's a lot of in your face, it's very direct, you know. It's 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 not a game where somebody holds your hands all the time, right. you know. You got to go in there and you got to fall and you got to, you know, bruise up. And you got to clean, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So with all that being said, those are the things that I try to express through my work. Um, um, with, you know, the way that I illustrate the faces, you know. I'm illustrating how I feel about the climate of today's society, not in a literal way, but I'm pissed. You know, I'm a real cool, calm guy, but when I think about the world and how unbalanced it is, 
because one power wants to have more or, you know, there's a, an oppressor and, you know, these people need help and you got all these things that are just completely wrong. That It doesn't take a rocket scientist to say what's right and wrong. We're all human. We all want to eat, live, be happy. You know, we all just want to just be. Coming back to Mending Walls, you know what I'm saying, when this opportunity came to be, I'm like, well, this is a perfect opportunity for me to act on the purpose of my work. Right. Joining up with this guy right here, you know, the stars are online because here we are right now. It was so natural. I mean, it flowed so well. Uh, we just, from the very beginning, I mean, from the first conversation, the first meeting, uh, it all flowed very well. And we all, we both had uh, such similar ideas. Um, I mean, in the piece itself, getting down to the details of the piece, like in the hands, uh, we've got a flame to cleanse everything. You know, we've got a seed with a new sprout for new growth. Uh, we've got, you know, the, of course, we paid attention to the aesthetics with a cool and warm uh, contrast and balance mm-hmm. in the color scheme. Mm-hmm. But we also used red and blue specifically for outer outlines on our, everything to represent the two-party system, which also needs to be destroyed and rebuilt. So there's a lot of that in there. I'll let uh, PT touch on his hands, but I, I had the, mm-hmm. we had the, the, the black power fist, the power, you know, power to the people. We had the flame for cleansing and... Uh, what was what was my third hand? Oh, yeah, and, the sprout, and and the, the sprout the and the seed, right yeah. for new growth. Um, and then PT, what do you have? I have the um, um, the peace sign and the lotus flower. Right, growing up from the mud, right. making better choices. Yeah, yeah. The, um, the origami piece um, was a metaphor for life's choices. It came to me. I I wanted to you know my my work is kind of organic, so I wanted to see um, what can I do to pair it and. Um, like geometrically and uh, origami just came to mind so I was thinking about it and I was like oh I remember as a kid you know you had yeah, the little yeah. that's like that your first genius, introduction I thought that was genius yeah. when you I know? saw that I oh, was thank, like thank you. you know yeah, but that's yeah. your first introduction to like origami but then that's also your first introduction at least I know for me was uh, of somebody presenting a question to you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you you don't know but you're engaged whether right. somebody put the numbers on top or colors or whatever you like you get to pick and then, then, you know, you go, yeah, yeah. and then all of a sudden it's another thing. And then you get to the answer. So I was thinking about that. I was like, man, that's a trip because that's kind of like life. How, you know, we make our choices. We don't have a hold on our life Yeah. with each choice opens up another random number or another color that we like to choose. You know, sometimes we name, <laughs> we like it, you know, to think that we can decide on something that's good and may not always be good. But yeah, then yeah. that opens up another thing. So I'm exactly. like, yo, it would be a trip if we put, you know, origami yeah. uh, fortune telling. on there. That was genius, by the way. I, that was my favorite one of them just because I knew that it meant choices. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And it, it's just immediate. Immediate reckoning in my mind <laughs> when I saw that, but that was awesome. Charles helped me out with that dust, man. You see how like the, the how so it was we, dusted in the yeah. We ended up it was so, it flowed <laughs> the whole thing flowed so well that we were like painting each other's stuff. Like it didn't even matter, right? Right. Who yeah. did drew what or painted what on the wall? Like we yeah, were just yeah. like, all right, all right, I'm gonna hit this. All right, cool, I'm gonna hit this. And like he did the finish the bottom of the flame. I'd done the top of you know because yeah, yeah. he had a better idea for it. And then and there was there was like worked. a galaxy in the background too. Yeah. Like you guys mm-hmm. started with a galaxy. Mm-hmm. How did that? come to part like what i mean that's really part of the whole hinduism you know the universe is this is all an an all-encompassing idea not just for our country but for everybody everyone yeah that we need to there needs to be true it's universal it's universal you know because for me at the end of the day we have to accept what being human is you know uh like before like money isn't real 
it's something that's produced by a person. You know what I'm saying? Before we get to the money, how are we being human? You know, how how are we treating each other before we earn what we were made to believe to have to sustain in, in this life? You know, so, you know, when I measure how people go against it, all right, when you see a system that is specifically used to oppress a race of colors, you know what I'm saying? It's just wrong, you know, before you can even get to what party you belong to, before we can even get to how much money you make, or it's just wrong morally as a person. You and suck. like you said, <laughs> everyone has, there's, there's just a basic human right for everyone to be safe, everyone to be comfortable, uh, everyone to have what they need to survive and to flourish. You know, of course we are, at the end of the day, we, we have, have responsibility and accountability for working and things of that nature and, and putting effort in. But at the end of the day, we all should be comfortable. Everyone should have that human right, right? And I'll give you an example of why, and, and it's not that way, right? We have, because we have things like racism and, and hate, uh, sexism and, and all of these things. And I'll give you an example. I got, I had a flat tire one day, okay? And... I was on the side of the road. I was on like three chopped and a, a, a cop pulls over and, and he gets out of the car and I've got one tire out and he's like, Hey, you need any help? And I'm like, oh, I think I got it. And he was like, all right. And I said, well, Hey, listen, I've got a, a concealed weapon on me just so you know. He's like, okay, yeah, you're fine. Whatever. Let me see if I can get another cop over here with a, with a better Jack for you to help you out. And I'm like, okay, you don't need to see my concealed carry primary. No, you're fine. Don't, don't worry about it. Let me get another cop. You know? And it was just super, like, that's how it should be across the board. And it's these these conversations that uh, PT and I had where, um, you know, he shared uh, situations of struggle. I, I shared a lot of situations of privilege. Uh, and it's it's unfortunate the amount of people that deny uh, white privilege existing. Uh, it's it's unbelievable to me the amount. I mean, I had to explain to the day of our mural mm-hmm. uh, to somebody out, out front, one of the, the guys out front. And it's it's people don't want to it's hard for people to step outside of their own bubble, right? Their own little world. And if they they've worked hard their whole life and sure, they maybe they've had a bad rap has nothing to do with it. It's, right, it's right. you know, the color of skin didn't make it harder for them in life. And it's it's hard for people to understand. But I think if we keep talking about it and people start listening, that is where the change comes. Absolutely. Well, one of the things that I've tried to ask every collaboration in this project is kind of like, what what do you believe your collaboration brought new to Mending Walls? And I mean, you guys have described a lot of things that I think you can answer, but if you had to make a statement about it, what would that statement be? Like, what are you, like Mending Walls is about bringing up different conversations, right? So what what are you all adding to the conversation with your with your piece? For me, I believe my intention, now the people will whoever views it, you know, that's that's what they'll gather, but my intention was to bring some kind of self-awareness, a conversation about self. Kind of going back to uh, this guy talking to the dude who didn't understand white privilege, even though he was explaining right white privilege, he didn't understand. It was like, uh, it's what's needed. We 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 need people like him there because you know what I'm saying it. It was how can I say this? Because I remember looking at him and like, man, if you could just hear yourself, <laughs> if you could just hear yourself. the the guy, the, that yeah, you were trying to the, explain the guy. It to. Okay. Um, 
because if you just listen to what, even what you're saying. So uh, he was like, I hate that things are this way. I hate that, you know, I, you know, uh, things are happening to these people. But personally, I don't deal with none of these things because I'm not if I'm this other person. And, and that's your privilege. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? He I, defined it for himself. And still <laughs> it's it. unreal. Yeah. It's, it makes me uncomfortable a little bit. But hey, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just looking at this guy. I'm like, well, you're needed because then we need to see that people like you exist. Right. You know, Absolutely. and then not only that, but you need to see what we're doing. So maybe somewhere along the line, you can think like, man, what did I miss? Because he was really kind of like trying to get it. He was looking at yeah, the words. I mean, he's a nice guy. He, he was, was a real nice, nice guy. guy. Like, you know, he's not a bad person. Not at all. He's just, you've got to swallow your pride sometimes. You've got to step back outside of yourself and realize it's not about you. Right, right. A lot of people make it about themselves. Exactly. And well, it's not. That's what I'm a champion of, like, in this project. Like, that's where I hold space and mending walls right and when people say and, and it's about empathy right because when people always say empathy and they really i think and I, I myself included before this before i got into like what is mending walls really going to be and we need to talk and stuff like that I, it was really just like yeah i know people are hurting out there i'm hurting too and this you can't say i'm hurting too and be empathetic right the, yes. you you're that's that you're making it about yourself. Yeah, you, you need to check yourself. Like this is really n about that other person that's that's sitting across from you, and that concern. And so, yeah, that that just makes total sense to me. But but again, we're in this time where I think that people's minds, some people's minds, are ripe for turning around. They're trying to get it. Sure. And we and you can't be, you can't, you have to also make it a little bit easier for them to get it. Like you can't judge them on that you just have to kind of meet them where they are right mm -hmm. and get them to understand and that's the tough thing yeah having patience uh and and understanding is part of of empathy and it yeah. takes that on both sides right you absolutely know? so and then, again that goes with having a conversation yeah. you know um and having conversation with self yeah. you know well, what are my intentions today right you know um if i didn't understand this thing about a people i hate that it's happening to them but if i don't understand it how can i understand you know um where do i get to a place where even though like i'm all about being able to have a conversation disagree but still be able to respect each other absolutely sure mm -hmm. that's we're all different you know we're all we're all different in every way so that has to remain but you know with people maintaining their like integrity and their their respect for each other, you, you know? That conversation needs to happen, you know? And I, I believe it starts with self first. And then we have influence, you know, we influence others and it grows. Yeah. But, um, you know, before we step out the door, you know, when we fight, make sure you're fighting for the right thing. Make make sure when you fight, you're not fighting for for a cause that you you only believe in for when it's a topic. Right. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't fight for it as as well, the, the fight. The fight is every day. It, it's right? every day. Fight you know? is not uh, perpetuating racism and um, classism and sexism in the workplace and at home. I mean, that's where a lot of it happens. Is in the comfort of your own home with your own family because mm -hmm. oh, it's not that bad. You know, I've had family members say things to me that I, I, was, I couldn't believe they didn't understand how race, racist what they just said was. Like, what? <laughs> you know? And I've told and I, you just have to, it's hard to do, right? Yeah, it's yeah, hard absolutely. to, because so many people are non-confrontational. 
especially now in our society. Now everything's just on the internet, right? right. So like the whole in-person thing is definitely uh, taking a hit. But I, I think you have to break that mold in yourself and actually stand up, be a soldier of light to not sound like a cliche, but really like do the work individually in your in your world, in your little world that exists. You have the responsibility to be accountable for what you laugh at, for what you let happen, for what you say, all of those things are extremely important. That is the fight. And if that happens on a macrocosm, it'll happen on a larger scale. So so you all, on some of these mending walls, we have um, community enge- engagement portions where we allow some of the community to come out and actually help on these projects. And you all were fortunately one of the projects that did a community engagement session and you had a really unique session. I, I just want to talk about that a little bit. Any of you guys want to describe how that went? Oh, yeah, it was it was it was pretty fun. So we had uh, six, six. I think so. Six. six, yeah. Yeah, six people out there. We pretty much set it up to where so the wall was was white, it was primed white, and then we brought some spray paint to them, so they come pretty much right on the wall or express their ills or the, the things that they just see wrong with the world. So we got a, a lot of unique perspectives. You know, we got things like, you know, Divide, I think was on there. Um, hate. Yeah, Hate, um, White Privilege is BS. We, we had quite a lot of, you, you know, unique perspectives. And so the, the, the idea of the practice was to, you know, so the theme of our mural is, you know, rebirth. So the idea was to have them pretty much write what they see wrong with the world that they live in, and then pretty much our artwork represents the rebirth of that thing, you know, that they're dealing with. Yeah, that a better, mindset, a better uh, system, the, yeah, yeah, you know, in hopes of. So. Yeah, it was good. It was it was really good. And then everyone after they did paint, you know, their concerns uh, on the walls, we painted over it uh, like it was gone, you know, destroyed it, and and made something beautiful on top of it. Which is we also had uh, the conversations. They they get, they did share. Right. So they all talked about exactly. They all talked about what they wrote up there and, and we got to discuss with them their personal experiences. And yeah, yeah. it was really engaging. I, I, I had a good time with it. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and being privy, like being I was there also, you all were talking to them, but I had the privilege of kind of like looking at their faces, mm-hmm. going around the circle and talking about it. And you could tell that like this was like awakening for some of sure. them if oh, that yeah, made yeah, any yeah. sense they were like they were physic some of them were physically uncomfortable which to me made me feel good like because we're we're starting not because they were physically uncomfortable but because we are starting this was a little corner of the wall of the world where we're right. starting to actually talk about what this was on and i know probably most of them thought you know showed up like oh we're just going to paint this wall for the mini walls project and it'll be cool and i'll go in and eat right, some right. they didn't know yeah, yeah but it was like no let's get uncomfortable for a second and that made me feel so good it was like that this is what we what mending walls is about and what we're trying to do and it was probably the most unique community engagement one that we've had so far so Thank you guys for leading that. And thank you. I want to say thank you, uh, honestly, Ham, because, you know, the volunteers, I'm sure, got a lot out of it. I personally got a lot of it. My our kids became friends. You know, his his daughter was hanging out at my house there, jump on. You know, 
they had such a good time. We broke bread together. We've had such good conversations. I mean, it was just such a beautiful week together. You know yeah. what I mean? And now <laughs> we've got like possible business ventures happening. Nice, I mean, it's nice. just like, it's just been really wonderful. So thank you for facilitating oh, no, that. No yeah. problem. It's funny how things are aligning. I know you guys had a great time, but all the, honestly, all of these artists that we're seeing that are coming together are, are, Literally, things are happening the Yo, same way. Yo, you can way. feel it off so, of them. Yeah. Like, yeah, Ian and Joe, I mean, you exactly. can feel that off there. You can, I mean, it's, it's yeah, amazing. yeah, you and Matt, always. Well, always. yeah, absolutely. Well, hey, we, we've we've hit the end of our time. I want to thank you guys for coming in and talking and sharing your process. And I just hope if we, if we do this again, you guys want to be a part of it. Yeah, oh, yeah no, of, of course, course, of course. Yes. And uh, I know I have to, you know, I have to say... Uh, Big shout out to my wife because without her, none of this oh, would be able to. You know what I mean? I wouldn't even be able to go to a wall. You're uh, a real <laughs> but uh, to her and my three amazing kids and and everybody else that's helped me out through all of this, so I appreciate y'all. Absolutely. Again, thank you for everything, just for the experience. You know, um, especially with everything that's going on in today's climate. You know, this is something very impactful, something that can kind of like give the people the feeling. You know, a lot of people like the idea. They don't know where to look. This is a source where you can get that feeling that something powerful and positive and progressive is happening. So I appreciate being, you know, a part of it. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Well, thanks, guys. Thank you so much. This podcast was produced by Pam Hervey and Hamilton Glass with support by Todd Hervey, Whitney Whiting, and George Parker. It was recorded at In Your Ear Studios and edited by 19 Red. Mending Walls was created by Hamilton Glass and supported by the Community Foundation for a Greater Richmond and Altria Group. You can be a part of the conversation by participating in the virtual community gatherings hosted by the Drums No Guns Foundation and the Community Foundation for a Greater Richmond. More information and link for registration can be found at the website www.mendingwallsrva.com. Please keep listening for details on when and where you can see the one-hour documentary on Mending Walls to be broadcast on public television. You can listen to other episodes of this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.